15. And we've been talking about relationships for a while at, at church, and, um, and I got to thinking about that because this week, this gone week on Tuesday, the staff and the pastors, they all get together on Tuesday morning, and we do devotions. And the devotions that I led this, uh, this Tuesday were about, about inner circle friends, inner circle friends, the importance of having people in your lives that are friends. And I'm not talking about uh, uh, fly-by-night friends, I'm talking about real friends. Do you understand? Because you and I will not get through what we need to get through unless we have the right kind of people around us. Jesus had 12, but he also had three that went up to the mountain of transfiguration with him, Peter, James, and John. So even when among our friendships, there are some friendships that take us to another level that we need to have in our lives that encourages us to move up in the things that God wants to do. These kind of friends make us grow up. They don't put up with our nonsense. And so all of us need to have these kind of friends in our lives if we are going to become the people that God wants us to be. And so we started thinking about that, and, and, I, and I found a story in Luke chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Luke chapter 5, verse 17. And as I always encourage people, if you don't have the Bible as a book, download it on your phone. Because the reality is you need that word everywhere you go, all right? Luke chapter 5, verse 17. And this is what it says. One day, Jesus was teaching, and, and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was, was, was with Jesus to heal the sick. Lift your head on a minute. Coming to church is not a matter of just coming to church. In this story here, the Bible says the power to heal was in the house, but no one was taking advantage of it. You mean that God can show up in church and he can, he can go right over our heads and we can never experience him? Yes. Yes. So remember when you come to church, you're not coming to a social club. You're coming in to worship God, and you and I know there are some of us that are in, in situations right now that we need God to show up, or that all we're in trouble. But the power to heal was in the building, but no one was taking advantage of it. Let's continue, verse 18. So some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. Here's the question I want to ask you this afternoon. What kind of friends do you have? If you were to evaluate your friendships, what kind of friends do you have? Because here's, here's the thing I will say, tell you this afternoon. If you have the wrong people in your life, it will cost you dearly. If you tell your dreams to the wrong people, it will cost you dearly. If you don't have the ability to distinguish between who are your real friends and who are your fake friends, it will cost you dearly. 
put together a little graph that we were, we've been talking about this, this, this morning. And, and the graph, as we were talking, uh, I started thinking about some of the things that all of us have three levels of friendships. Three levels of friendships. And you have to make sure that the right people are in the right circle if you're going to get to where you need to go. The first circle we, we look at is the outer circle. We call them the outer circle friends. These are your good-for-nothing people. These are the people that say, Mary, if you need me, I'll be there. And you know the moment they said it, they lied. These are the people when you call them and you're in dire straits and they're not, they say, well, I, 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 I know I said that, but I can't get there. If you build your life around outer circle friends, you'll get in trouble. You tell them things that you should, you tell them, they will hurt you. You have to be selective. So all of us have lots of outer circle friends. Those are the people we come to church and say, hey, how are you doing? Oh, hallelujah, praise God, Jesus is Lord. Oh, God, God is great, the sun is shining today. Yes, the Yankees won, the Nets lost, or the Yankees lost and the Nets won. Then we have our mid-circle friends. Mid-circle. They're the ones that are a little closer. A little closer. But what I want you to focus on today in, as we go through this message is how many inner circle friends do I really have? Because those in the inner circle... That's where you need to be careful. And not everybody should be in that inner circle. People come up to you and say, Pastor, I want to be in your inner circle. No. Mm -mm. I saw what you did to that sister over there. You ain't going to do it to me. And so when I was defining some of these, these characteristics of, of what an inner circle, uh, an outer circle friend uh, looks like, I wrote down this in my notes. Outer circle friends are friends that we run into at school, at work, at church, at the supermarket, at the dentist's office, in the emergency room. Outer circle friends are very, uh, 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 they're very, uh, I gotta say it nicely, but they're useless. Inner, outer circle friends. And you have got to know who are your outer circle friends. And have it in the back of your mind that yes, this relationship is not going any further than it is right now, because why? They are outer circle friends friends, and it's all right, and majority will be in that circle. Then we started looking at the mid-circle friends, and, and, and I wrote in my notes here, friends, mid-circle friends are friends that will do activities with you, but your relationships are not very deep. These are the kind of people that you meet and serve at the, at the PTA meeting. These are, the, these are the people that we sometimes do ministry together. Do you know that you can be in the same ministry with people and you still don't know them? Pastor, I met him at the church. So what? 
Pastor, she sang in the worship team. So what? You don't get to know people. These are the kind of people that, that keep you at arm's length. Mid-circle friends. These are the people that you find that, that we, I wrote here that we sat in the same classes in high school. These are the kind of friends that we dated in college. There are some girls I dated in college. I wouldn't marry them if, the earth, if they were the last woman on earth. You say, Pastor, you say you had girlfriends? Yes, that was before Christ. You remember your life before Christ? Don't act like you didn't do anything. Mid-level friends. We may sing together, we may work together, but we don't really get into the deep things of life. Why? Because you're mid-level friends. And then we get to the middle one, and we, and we talk about the inner circle friends. And listen, listen to me carefully. The inner circle friends are the people that will make you or break you. Inner circle friends are, are friends that we do life together. It's not just that we hang out in activities. No, I come over to your house, you come over to my house. You know my wife, you know my kids, I know your wife, I know your kids. We, inner circle friends will be there when you need them. We do life together. Inner circle friends, I, I, I wrote here, are friends that you can trust with your life. People that you can trust. How many of you can say, I have friends that I know I can trust them with my life? I see a lot of people shaking their head. Mm, 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 mm. Nope, pastor, this is New York. We, I don't have any of those kind of friends. And I will, I, will, I will submit to you that you can. We'll talk about it as we go along. But these are the kind of friends that we say, I can lay my life down, and they will lay their life down for me. Inner circle friends. Inner circle friends are, are friends who want to see you succeed. Have you ever been around a person that is so jealous? Have you ever been around a person, you come and you're sharing your blessing with them, and you're saying, I got a new job, and, and God gave me the salary, I want to sell it, and all they can look at you like a sour tomato. And you're trying to share your success with them, and you can see on their faces they don't like because they were also looking for a blessing, and their blessing hasn't come yet, but they can't rejoice in your success. Inner circle friends can rejoice when you are blessed, even when they are going through hell. Inner, inner circle friends can rejoice when your child is graduating from high school and their child doesn't even want to finish high school. Inner circle friends, when you get a, when you get a, a, a boyfriend that is quality and you talk about, oh, I found him, I, 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 I'm going to marry this man, You're, a kind of friend will come up to you and say, well, you better watch that man because you know all men are like dogs. Why? Because you had a bad experience. But you're not able to celebrate Can your inner circle friends celebrate with you? Here's another one. Inner circle friends will hold you accountable. A lot of times we have people in our lives that are either too scared of us, who are manipulative, and they won't tell us the truth. 
and we deliberately put those people around us because really, if we really think about it, we don't want accountability. I want to be able to do what I want to do, and I want you to let me do what I want to do, and I don't want you telling me I can't. But true inner circle friends will hold you accountable. When you act foolish, they will say, hey, listen up. I have friends in my life that, that come to the church here, and when they come up to me, they say, Henry. Why? Because in inner circle friends, in, in, in your group of inner circle friends, they don't have to call you by your title. Because you can't have these kind of friendships and be saying, do you know who I am? Do you know how much money I make? Don't you know I can double your salary? You talk like that, you will never have inner circle friends. But inner circle friends will hold you accountable. They, they, I have people that will come and say, Henry, how's your marriage? Are you loving your wife? Are you practicing her love languages? How are your kids? How's work? Are you with people more than you with God? How's your finances? Yeah, I saw some of your face. What? Pastor, that's a little bit too personal. Yes. Yes, inner circle friends will get all up in your face. And I would much rather have someone tell me the truth than lie to me. I, even may get, get, I, may, I may even get ticked off, but I will go back and I will think about it and I will say, you know what? They told me the truth. Some of you had friends like that before, but because of gossip, because of jealousy, because of immaturity, because of a lack of spirituality, you drop those friends from your life and now you have a, a, a bunch of sycophants around you who are just sucking the life out of you. I wrote here in my notes, how can you identify the caliber of people you want to invite to be part of your inner circle? Listen to everything. Inner circle friendships, you don't just walk up to someone and say, hey, I want to be in your inner circle. Inner circle is done by invitation. That means you have stood back and you've watched someone over years. Did you hear what I just said? Over years. Did you hear what I just said? Over years, I didn't say months, years. If you're bringing someone into your inner circle, you have got to be sure because that person will make or break you. And if you get the wrong person in your inner circle and they bring their jealousy and their nonsense in there, you will pay for it. So I wrote down, I wrote something and I said this, know this, these friends you invite or select to be part of your inner circle will make or break you. Therefore, choose wisely. You say, Pastor, I can choose? You mean I can select? You mean I can be able to say no to people? Absolutely. If anyone came up to me and said, Pastor, I want to be part of your inner circle, and I looked at you, I said, no, no. You see, a lot of times we are afraid to hurt people's feelings. But I would much rather hurt your feelings than lie to you and tell you you are part of my inner circle when you're not. And you have to be strategic like that in your life. 
because I want people that are going to help me accomplish what God has called me to accomplish. Otherwise, you're going to live in regret. And so I wrote down a, a few things, and, and this go on Tuesday, we had a staff meeting, and the staff got together, the pastors and all the admin staff and the support staff, and we were talking about inner, inner circle friendships, and we started talking and discussing, and the discussion really got deep and really got focused, and all of a sudden, it got quiet in the place. Because people started to think. And I asked the staff, if you were choosing someone to become part of your inner circle, who and what would you choose? What would you be looking for in a person that you wanted to bring alongside you in your walk? Someone got up and said, selecting an inner circle friend I would be looking for someone who adds value to my life. Have you ever been in, in, around people that you know they suck the life out of you? Have you ever been in, in your house when some, the doorbell, doorbell rings and you walk into the hallway and you see the person says, oh, what's she doing here? I'm going to stand here. I'm not going to answer the door. I, I, hopefully she'll go away. Because you know when you open that door, whatever little bit you have in you, they're going to suck it out. And when they leave, you are worse than when they first visited you. But an inner circle friend, when they come to visit, ooh, it's like a spring rain. They come into your house and it's refreshing. You interact with someone like that who adds value. And when I mean add value, they are more concerned about you than themselves. And a circle of friends, when you're talking and you're being blessed, and you don't, they are willing to listen with you and rejoice. They don't interject their own story. No, they let you finish your story and rejoice with you. Aren't you sick and tired when you go and talk to someone and then they say, "By what? look at me, my dead mother or my aunt is sick and everything. Who cares about your mother? Can you listen to me? Can you add value to me? Or does it always have to be about you? When I'm selecting inner circle friends, and here's another thing that came by, can you be yourself around them? Or do you have to pretend? Does this inner circle friend allow you to be human? Or do I have to put up a show when I'm, doing, when I'm with them? Because at least the next one, and I think Pastor Tony was the one that brought this out when we were talking about it. He says, when, I, when I'm selecting inner circle friends, I often ask myself, can they fail with me? Yeah, I know, that, that was the same reaction. And I had to say, what, what, Pastor Tony, flush that out a little bit. Flush it out, I want to understand. No, he says, there are people that will be around you when everything is going well and the blessings are flowing. But the moment you fail, the moment something happens that doesn't benefit them, they are out of your life. 
So he says, and when I'm selecting inner circle friends, I'm looking for people that will say, I can, Pastor, if you fail, I will go down with you and I will come up with you, but I will be with you. Inner circle friends. And can they cry with me? Can they cry with me? Can they share my loss and, and, and devastation? Can they sit by my side and when I'm going through something, or I've lost something, and they are able to weep with me and cry with me and not tell me everything is going to be all right, but just sit there and cry with me? Inner circle friends. Here's another one. Can they rejoice with me in my success? I watch all the time when there's conversation going on in the church or in the lobby and someone expressing how they, they have the ability, they, they, have a, a, they got a blessing to go to Tahiti. And they're talking, are we going to be on the beaches? We're going to see the sunset and we're going to watch the sun go down and, and we're going to seek our, seek, uh, sip our margaritas, and, not margaritas, uh, juice. Do you understand? And, and, and we'll do, we don't do margaritas here. You, you, right. So with the reality, and, and they're sharing what they're going to do, and they're so excited about their vacation, and I'm always watching the face of the other person. And sometimes the other person will change the subject. And I will look at them and say, mm-mm, mm-mm, not in a circle material. Why? Because you can't rejoice in my successes. My son is getting a master's degree, and, and they're telling you about my son getting a master's degree, and your son even, is not even getting a, he's not even had a high school yet, and, but can you rejoice because someone else's child is being blessed, and your child is still hasn't caught on yet? Someone has a new job, can you bless them? Someone has a new girlfriend, can you say yes? Someone has a new boyfriend, and they're about to get married, and, and you're thinking, I've been, I've been, I have 15 relationships, and I can't find a man. We need to ask about your problems. The woman's getting married. Are, are you going to be able to rejoice with her? No, pastor, I can't rejoice. Why? Because by this time, I should have someone. And so when people come up to me and say, pastor, I, 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 have, I have gone through 15 men, and, and, and all these men are pathetic. And then they come up to me and say, pastor, what do you think? Can I, can I just give you a free information here? If you don't want the truth, don't come to me. Because, listen to me carefully. When you have gone through 15 guys, and there's only one common denominator, could it be? Because all 15 guys can't be wrong. Could it be that you're the problem? But because you don't have anyone in your life, you're not able to hear the truth. And so you stand in the mirror, you fix your hair. You fix your nails, you fix this and fix that. And you can fix everything on the outside, but the problem of the issue is not the outside, it's the inside. You look... Mm. You are ugly on the inside. And you can... Paint it, you can pump it up and give it six packs, but if the inside is not as good as the outside, you are a fake. And after 15 times, you should realize it's you. 
But if you don't have inner circle friends, nobody's going to tell you that. And, then if, and if they do tell you, you get offended. You're just jealous of me because I got my bachelor's degree. You're just jealous of me because I, I ride a BMW. You are just jealous of me because I work in Wall Street. You're just jealous and jealous. I go to Tahiti. I go to this. I go to this. Yes, you go to all those places by yourself. But because you won't allow truth to come in so you can change, you'll keep doing that. And then become nasty at the end and nobody wants to be around you. I wrote this uh, thing and it just, I think it just it knocked me sideways when I wrote it myself. And, 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 and this is what I wrote here. The caliber of people in your inner circle, in your inner circle of friends, are a reflection of who you are. Oh. Let me read that again, see if you can grab it. The caliber of the people in your life, in your inner circle of friends, are a reflection of who you are. Pastor, why is it I always attract losers? <laughs> Pastor, why is it I always attract people that are not ambitious? Pastor, why do I always attract people that are not faithful? Could it be? The reflection of your inner circle is reflecting you. Could it be that you individually have not developed a maturity? And what God is trying to show you through a mirror, through the reflection... is that calibre people attract calibre people. Spiritually minded people attract spiritually minded people. The Bible says what you sow is what you will reap. And because nobody has told you the truth, you keep sowing the same thing and getting the same harvest. You know when it has that saying, it, it takes one to know one? Yes. It takes a crook to recognize another crook. That's why in New York, we don't trust anybody. Someone says, I'm going to give you $1,000. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Someone takes the $1,000 and put it in your hand. Hallelujah. Now I can trust you. I bring this all together because I, 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 you take the story of Jesus, and, and Jesus is in Peter's house. He is ministering. The place is packed. It's packed. And, Pe and, Peter, and, 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 and the Bible says there were four guys that were bringing a paralyzed man to see Jesus. And they get to the house and the place is so packed they can't get in. And see, if you had outer circle friends in that instance, 
they would have just said, oh, well, I guess we can't see Jesus today. I, I, man, I, I think you're going to be paralyzed for the rest of your life. That would be the reaction of an outer, outer, friend, outer circle friendship. A mid-friendship mid, uh, guy would have gone and, and said, hey, guys, can you move? Can, we, can you let me in? And, and, and if the crowd is from New York, they would have said, you should have been here five hours ago. But an inner circle friend, put the graphic on the ball, on the ball of the circle again, but an inner circle friend will make a way when there's no way. That paralyzed man on the, on the, on the, in the bed there, if his friends were not quality inner circle friends, he would never have got his healing. And sometimes in life, guys, we are going through things in our life that are so painful, so hurtful, so magnificently out of order, and the pain is so bad in our lives that we need other people to come alongside us and pick us up. But if you don't have any inner circle friends, you're in trouble. This man was paralyzed. If his friends had given up on him, he would have never received his miracle. There are people watching you because they are fed up with the fakeness of some Christians. They are fed up with people saying they are when they're not. They are fed up with not seeing the real thing, and so they haven't come to church because they're watching you to see, are they real or are they fake? And then when you're in the body of believers and you are paralyzed and fear has gripped your heart, you need to have inner circle friends that will take you by the hand and say, baby, it's going to be fine. Get up. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to pray for you. But if you have no friends, and so his friends bring him to the house, and, and, they, and they can't get in, and, 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 and the Bible says, and they could not get in before, because of the crowd, but instead of giving up, the guys decide to take the paralyzed man, lift him up, and took him to the top of the house. And then they, went, they proceeded to bust open the roof. Imagine if that was your house. Imagine you had just remodeled and it was your house that they were busting a ceiling in. Some of us would have lost our Christianity that morning. How, who do you think you are? You didn't even ask my permission. You busted through my roof to do what? To let a paralyzed man down? That's all the things that were going through their heads and saying, if we do this, what could happen? Could they sue us? Could we have to pay money? Maybe we have to replace the roof. But inner circle friends are willing to pay whatever price that needs to be paid for you to succeed. That's why the inner circle, you, could, you, don't have, you don't need a lot of people. But inner circle friends, inner circle friends are willing to pay the cost 
so that you can succeed. So they lower him down. And the Bible says they lower him down right in the middle of the house in front of Jesus. And the thing that blows my mind is what Jesus said. Jesus is watching this whole thing unfold. He's talking, he's teaching, and, and, and you know, the, the roof is opening, and people are watching and distracted, and, and things maybe have been falling down and everything, but they finally clear the space of the roof, and they let the, the, the paralyzed man down, and he lands in front of Jesus, and Jesus has looked, looked at the whole situation, and then he turns to his friends. He doesn't turn to the paralyzed man. He turns to his friends. And the Bible says, because he saw the faith of his friends. Because he had friends that refused to give up. Because he had friends that believed in faith in Jesus. Because of his friends and the faith of his friends, he turns to the paralyzed man and said, get up, pick up your bed, and go home. Having the right kind of people in your inner circle is crucial. Because they will make you or break you, and you have to be selective. Not every Tom, Dick, and Harry can be in that group, and you need to be strong enough to be able to say to people, no, you are not part of my inner circle. You may be part of someone else's inner circle, And then people come and say, well, Pastor, I, I, I wish I was a part of someone's inner circle. Listen to me carefully. Then develop the character. Develop the character. Be selfless in your living, in your giving. And, and the transition from an outer circle friend to a mid-circle friend to an inner circle friend takes, you ready for this? Takes years. And if you have no patience... Because you're in this instant society that says, I want it now. If you have no patience, you will never be able to have inner circle friends because you are too impatient. And you'll grab a person because of their gifting or because of how they look. And then when they hurt you, 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 try, you ask yourself the question, how did that happen? Because you didn't go through the process of becoming an outer circle to a mid-circle, to finally an inner circle where I can trust you with my life. I'm going to have the worship team come back. You remember that song we used to sing? And we still sing it. I, I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. And my life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself. How do you become an inner circle friend? How do you, how do you get to that place where people can look at you and say, mm, that is caliber, that is quality, that is the kind of thing I want in my life. How do you get, you get to that inner circle friend by giving your life away to people? 
You see, selfish Christians can't become inner circle. Because selfish Christians is all about them. There, there, there are some Christians that don't want to hear a tough word. Pastor, I came to church, sing me kumbaya. Tell me everything is going to be fine. Tell me I don't have to go through any struggles. Tell me that Jesus paid it all. Tell me there'll be no battles, there'll be no heartaches, there'll be no pain, there'll be no longing, there'll be none of Tell me, pastor, that everything is going to be all right. Listen to me. The Bible has already predicted that the storms of life will come to the house that's on the rock and the house is on the sand. Every single Christian Storms will come against your house. You will survive and conquer those storms based on the people that are around you that are part of your inner circle that will breathe new life and add value to you. And I would much rather someone tell me the truth than you lie to me and I walk off a, off a cliff. Some of us have to change our attitudes. Some of us had friends before that were good friends. But we let the outside, outside, outer circle friends destroy those intimate friends. You may need to go back home and repent and ask for forgiveness. But you may say, Pastor, I, 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 I like the depth of that. I like, the, I like how it sounds. I like the, the tenacity, the power. I, I like the, the ability to be able to stand in an inner circle of people. I have friends in this church that have been friends with me for 25 years. And they don't think I walk on water either. I go to their house and they don't bow down to me and say, oh, honorable pastor, welcome to our humble behold. Come, you walketh on water, you man of the living God. Come sup with me. Now, we don't have those foolish relationships. Pastor, how you doing? How you doing? How are your finances? Are you treating your wife right? Is there any sin in your life that struggling, you're struggling with right now? You say, pastors can have sin in their lives? Absolutely. Pastor, uh, uh, what's going on in your life? How, how's everything going on? How's your heart? Where, is there any bitterness in you? Those are the kind of people around, I want around me that are not intimidated by my title. They're not intimidated by your wealth. They're not intimidated with the car you drive or the house you live in uh, or the money you make. People that are around you that are not intimidated by you. So you pull up in your BMW and they treat you just like you drive a Toyota Camry. They know you make rotten rich money and they don't care a dime because we know all that money stays behind when you die. but they challenge you. And by the time they leave you, you are better than when you first met them. 
Why don't you stand to your feet? So how do we get to this place where that we can be quality people like that in that inner circle? You get there by surrendering yourself to God and being able to say, God, whatever you want to do with my life, my plans, my dreams, I have aspirations. It doesn't mean you don't have plans. It doesn't mean you don't have dreams. Yes, you can go after all that dreams. But if God chooses to change the direction of your life, are you all right with that? Because every time God does something, he knows your heart. I always say to people, stop trying to impress people. Because at the end of the day, the only person you need to impress is God. And when you find out, and when God, listen, look at me. When God finds out that what you believe in your heart and what you speak with your mouth are lining up together, there's nothing he can't do to help you be successful. Because why? If the Spirit of God does not change your heart, nothing matters. And if a human being can convince you one way, another human being can come and convince you back. But if the Spirit of God changes you, you are permanently changed. If I'm going to have the quality of an inner circle friend, I need to become the things that I'm looking for. Because then when I see it, I will recognize it. But if I'm not becoming an inner circle friend, then I won't be able to recognize another inner circle friend. I like to put it this way. I won't be able to recognize a like-minded spirit if I'm not in the place of the spirit. Some of you got that. I will not recognize a like-minded spirit unless I'm walking in that spirit. I won't recognize an inner circle friend and the qualities of that person until I have become that person. Because like attracts light. So the message is not for that person to go and change. No, the message is for me to start to transform my life with the help of the Spirit of God and getting people around me that like truth, share my values, and I want and they want Christ to be Lord of their lives. I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for making me an inner circle friend for somebody else. Help me develop the character, the faithfulness, the tenacity, the unwavering spirit that never gives up, never gives in, never walks away. And help me to be the man or the woman that you've called me to be. And as I leave this place today, drive those things out of my life 
that don't represent you. Pour into my life the truth that will help me be the person you need me to be. I received the message this morning. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, God bless you. See you next week. Sing this song on the way out and have a smashing week.